away. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jameson Olive and Doug Plakins. Everybody, welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans here with you alongside Jamison Olive. We thank you very much for being on board with us today, whether you're tuned in at floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you're tuned in. We thank you very much for making Territory Talk a part of your listening day. And well, we'll be with you every Wednesday of the offseason. Territory Talk doesn't have an offseason. Territory Talk goes every week. Every Wednesday, you can expect new material from us. So again, thanks for being on board with us, Jameson. Season ended about a week or so ago. How have things been for you over the course of the last uh, seven to ten days? Um, Interesting. There's been kind of a like we haven't really had, at least in my experience, like a, uh, you know, a hard fall off a cliff. You know, things are calming down thing. We're still, you know, still really busy over here at the Panthers, obviously a lot going on. Um, but it's crazy to think. I mean, you think the like basically when you think about, you know, the, the hard work that really starts, that starts August is kind of the lull after, you know, free agency after the draft and all that. And then September is where training camp starts and all that good stuff happens. We almost had a full year of nonstop you know, hockey day-to-day work. Even during the quarantine, I mean, our listeners know. We, we were churning things We, we were churning yep. things out. We were busy every day coming up with things to, you know, keep things interesting here. So, uh, hoping, you know, next week maybe get to relax a bit, you know, calm down and then get right back to it. But obviously, you know, still cranking out content on SoldatPanthers.com. You know, the Twitch is still up and running, twitch.tv slash FLightPanthers. Uh, we have an announcement there coming after our, our, our interview here. But overall, you know, uh, it's tough. It's still tough watching the NHL playoffs as good as they are, knowing, you know, the Panthers aren't, uh, aren't in there. Now it's been tough to do that. that. That takes a little bit for me. The sting lasts a bit, but uh, you know, getting Panthers president Matt Caldwell on here last week, I thought was great. Uh, great feedback on that, but so great to hear from him. And I think, you know, after the postseason right now, because that's obviously dominating NHL headlines as it should. I think you know the Panthers jam search is the next biggest story outside of the actual playoffs, and you already see rumors popping up. All the insiders saying, you know, this person got permission to talk to the Panthers. This person did, um, and that's going to be our reality. I think here for you know a month here, maybe we don't know. You know, until we until we actually get the guy because like Caldwell said last week it's going to be a vast search an extensive search uh the team's not rushing anything so uh the Panthers are going to be in the headlines throughout the entire offseason it seems like and that's uh, that's exciting we'll be keeping tabs on all that Jameson teased it a little bit we've got an interview coming up as always here on Territory Talk our featured guest this week my friend and yours my broadcast partner on the Panthers radio network Billy Lindsay is going to be stopping by here in just a little bit Billy Lindsay from the Panthers radio network from NHL network from the famed year of the rat Panthers team back in 96 that went to the Stanley Cup final an original Panthers so we'll talk to him coming up here in just a few moments Jameson set the table a little bit but some of the things we're going to be keeping an eye on here on territory talk as we cruise along you obviously have the GM search the draft is going to be here before we know it. I mean, that's coming up in early October. I'd say we got about a month but, before uh, we start doing the draft. Well, we previews, will be yeah. ramping up our draft coverage as we as we roll into the month of September. Hard to believe that's not that far away. Yeah, and it's going to be, I think, the most unique 
draft in a long time simply for the fact it's probably the less uh the least amount of eyeballs that scouts and teams have ever had on yeah. guys uh no memorial with the, with the, with the pandemic you know there was no tournaments for the most part for guys to you know really shine and shoot up the draft board so i think it's been one of those things where uh guys you know who are ranked a certain number and get drafted nowhere near that we're gonna see a lot of that whether it's you know one way or the other there's gonna be a lot of surprises obviously you know maybe one through five you know but then after that for the remainder of the draft i think there's gonna be a lot of curveballs and uh, i'm excited for that we'll be following along with all the developments as we get closer and closer to the nhl draft and uh, as we get closer and closer to next season no dates and uh, times disclosed yet but uh, but we hope to have that for you at some point as we go along here we hope to have the season for you we're making the call we're delivering it yes (laughs) yes right here on territory talk and well i guess that'll take us into our featured conversation here on this week's edition of territory talk as always presented by baptist health the official sports medicine provider of the florida panthers big thanks to billy Lindsay for stopping by let's get right into that conversation now Billy Lindsay joining us here on Territory Talk. Billy, thanks very much for stopping by and a few things we want to dive into here. First things first, though, uh, we've been uh, about a week out now from uh, from the Panthers season coming to a close. Just what sort of uh, final thoughts, final reactions have uh, have you been mulling over in your head since uh, since the season came to a close? Lots of changes with the general manager, Don Dale Talon. So it's going to be a busy offseason for the Panthers, finding a replacement as far as the GM and uh, starting to rework that side of it. So that's something that's processed through my mind. And looking back at some of this young core and their development, Barkoff, Ekblad, and Huberto, and all these guys starting to really be right in the thick of their career. Joe Quenville was talking about it, had some discussions with them saying, this is what it's going to take and what you're going to have to do. So this this core is really, really good, but they realize that there's another level that they've got to get to, and this is the time to do it. So you look back, uh, still a lot of really good pieces to this this Panther team, and the adjustments uh, still need to be made. Uh, there has to be consistency uh, throughout the lineup on a day-to-day basis. It's if I look back throughout the season, the highs, the highs were good, but they just uh, they weren't prolonged enough. Uh, the consistent hockey, the downs when they got into a funk were were too long to really stabilize it and to get them into a real playoff chase. And same thing with the playoff series against the New York Islanders. So when I kind of look back at this season and you look back at players, uh, you just have to have it. It can't be a sometime thing. I've said this before, but it's got to be an all time thing. Uh, where you're able to bring your bring it pretty much every night of the season and put together those winning streaks. And when you do have those lulls, you're able to squash them without uh, without having too much of an impact on your season. Uh, so, so looking back, there were some really good points. Uh, Nucleus is there. Bobrovsky, lots to talk for him. He knows that what we saw in the playoffs, if we get that kind of goaltending from Bobrovsky next season all year, then that it has a totally different outlook. So it starts in goal. Bobrovsky's the the guy that's got to be the game changer for the Panthers with that contract. So we'll see what happens. But uh, those are kind of my thoughts as I look back on it. Uh, obviously, Billy, you know, when, especially when you move on from a position like general manager, change is always a mixture of sad and exciting. Obviously, it's sad you have to move on, but exciting that you get to bring someone new in. And in hockey, you know, you bring in players, you bring in coaches, but no position really affects the entire franchise as much as a general manager with how involved they are in everything from the roster to the culture. Just, Are, are you excited for, for, for some change? 
change there to, you know, because let's not forget, you know, the Panthers have had the same general manager for, for a decade, almost half their entire existence. This is a chance for something completely new after a really long time. Got to get something in here to push it over the top. So they've got to find a hire here to, to get people in. So there is some excitement around that. And Dale Talent, getting to know him over the years, a quality person, great guy. Everyone that's been around him uh, knows he's, he's he's got the character. And a dude that's just, at the end of the day, just didn't work out like he likes. So you wish him all the best as he moves forward and whatever he decides to do in his future. I have the utmost respect for him and everything that he accomplished down here and tried to put together. So I am excited to see what happens. It's a, it's a new era, but this is an important hire for the Panthers, whoever they bring in uh, this, the, as you said, Jameson, this is the decision maker. This is the guy that's got to really put the puzzle together and find the pieces that fit. And if he can do that and get this Panther team where they need to go. Uh, so uh, they're going to interview a lot of candidates, find someone that they feel is right for the job. So there is a lot of excitement. Looking forward to see who they bring in. Hey, Billy, we talked about this uh, right after the season had come to a close on on the Panthers Insider Show. But as as you know, the the week and a half or so has has kind of gone by here. Do you look at a situation like the Panthers just in a qualifying round series. Obviously, nobody had ever played in a qualifying round series before with the unique nature of, of everything uh, with this this postseason. Do you look at this uh, this playoff series against the Islanders that the Panthers just had as as something that is a, a very necessary part of the growth for for a lot of players just being involved in a in a series and, and seeing what that feels like? Every bit that you get, every every kind of playoff series, whether it's qualifying or it's the regular playoffs, to get into a into a series with a team and to find out how much of a grind and how much of a battle it is to block shots. And the Islanders, what they're doing to the Washington Capitals, are a very, very good team. And that's a team that, if you look around their lineup, there's not, you know, Matthew Barzell, there's a few names that kind of stick out, but it's not a team that's loaded with talent. It's all about structure and uh, kind of playing right away. And if you want to take a role model franchise, uh, that's with what they do with their talent. They maximize it. So you get in, and if you're the Panthers and you play a team like the New York Islanders and you look at your talent and what's available, you say, well, we've got that kind of talent. We do. So what what's the expectations? Where do we get to that level? How do we become a team that's is able to compete so you get to see it firsthand from the New York Islanders and after that series it's it's a it can be a wake-up call for a lot of guys that were involved they're like this is a little bit different and we've got to be able to push on the gas a little bit harder because the regular season you got to be able to get in the playoffs but once you get there in those series that is when players players excel that's what when everyone gets into the limelight and that's when you have to be able to raise your game so that's an experience the Panthers have and they, they, there's a realization there that is all as talented as, as they are they have to have the ability to bring it to another level if they want to start to win those playoff series. And Bill, you touched on it a little bit right there, but something that you hear talked about all the time this time of the year, you know, when people are talking about uh, about playoff series, when people are talking about playoff games, playoff style specifically, they'll say, oh, you know, this style of play works in the playoffs. This is what's effective in the playoffs and point to different things. You obviously saw, saw both. You saw, uh, you know, you 
you were part of a deep playoff run. If you had to really just summarize it, I guess the the simplest way. What what is the biggest difference when you look maybe from games one through eighty two compared to that second season? What what is the biggest difference just on a on a game to game, maybe even shift by shift uh, basis for a player? The heightened intensity that becomes involved in the awareness and to get into the league, it's a dream to get into the playoffs and start to chase that Stanley Cup. It's the ultimate goal. So for me, once I got into those playoffs, you just become laser-like focused and it just becomes, it takes on a whole nother being does the playoffs because you get engaged on one-on-one battles. You're playing the same team every night. You kind of know their system. So there's different ways to get it done. We got it done with a group that really grinded hard and their team was with lots of talent. But you have to have that team cohesiveness and you got to, whatever your identity is as a team, you got to have that identity and it has to stick out and it has to come to the forefront in the playoffs. When we made that deep run, our, our identity was work ethic, making sure we didn't give up, make, make many mistakes, rely on some strong goaltending. And when we got through the regular season, we were able to take that to another level and really challenge some of the top teams in the league. So you, And uh, you look around at the, some of the top teams, uh, Colorado, St. Louis, the, the Islanders, what they're doing, these teams have an identity to them. To them and it goes beyond their star players, their third and fourth lines. In the game last night, you see with Tampa Bay, a team that got – eliminated by Columbus last year in four straight. All of a sudden, Tampa Bay's finding a way to grind it out. They get Coleman, they get Goodrow, and they got that line with Yanni Gore. They scored both their goals last night. So Tampa Bay realized, okay, we got a star team here. We can do some stuff, but we have to have a the ability to grind. And so I think that was a wake-up call for them, and you can see this change in Tampa Bay and their approach to the way that they're playing Columbus. They're a team that's going to the front of the net and working. You just can't go out there and be all flash and dash. So uh, to, when you get into those playoffs, that's it. It's just you have to have that identity as your team, and you have to stick with it, and it has to be – all around best possible that you can uh, give, but it's just, it's just, it's another level from the regular season. I, I keep harping on it, but it's just, it's just, you got to be playing better hockey than you did during the regular season. And Billy, looking ahead to next season, obviously there's, there's changes every season, win or lose. And you kind of look ahead to, you know, potential what the roster is going to look like next year. But is there one guy that, you know, from this season's team, you're really excited to see how they continue to progress next season. And at the same time, is there one prospect that could be playing for this team next year that you're also really excited to see in the league? Internet uh, Lab for me, for where he transitions, I'm excited of what he's going to be able to do in the upcoming years. Uh, 40 plus points, didn't play the power play on the regular basis. Most of his points came at, uh, at even strength. He played against the other team's top line. Uh, had one of his, I think his best plus minus career of his career and was a dominant shutdown defenseman, which you think about all of his offensive capabilities, but really solid. And he was a guy that didn't have the ups and downs. He was there every single night for this team when they relied upon him. So 
that to me is he's a first overall pick, but he is really coming into his own. I'm excited to see where Aaron Eckblad's career goes from here. I believe it's going to just just take off and uh, skyrocket. And if you look around and you take a look at some of these prospects, the guy that kind of sticks out if you're wondering off-season moves is Owen Tippett is is the guy that had came in and he. Spent a lot of time in the OHL. He's gotten some time in the minors. It's taken a while to develop, but he's got a shot. Is this guy a legitimate NHL or can he come in? Can he be a power play guy? Because if you look around in some of the salary cap situations with Dadnoff and Hoffman, I don't believe they're going to be able to to re-sign both of them uh, for the money they're command. Maybe they'll be able to fit them in, but that opens up a slot for a guy like Owen Tippett maybe to slide in and to see if he's available and become a 20-goal scorer in the NHL. That's what the Panthers need. Be, when you get up and they can't afford some contracts, you have to have some guys that can fill that void. So can Owen Tippett finally realize and fulfill his potential? And Billy, last one for me. I'm asking you to take off the Panthers hat, put on the NHL Network hat here. Um, we're almost, you know, the round of 16 is uh, off and running. You know, we're getting close to the end there. Uh, I know you've been watching a lot. You already talked about some of the games you've been watching. But is at this point, do you have a Stanley Cup favorite uh, of the teams that are still left in there? Is there a team you think kind of sticks out above the rest right now? Colorado is in the West. I believe Tampa, with what they went through, Tampa is going to be the favorite in the East. They're the team to knock off. And Colorado, to me, would be the team to look to. So what Joe Sackick did there, he took a lot of criticism for a lot of years. But to go out and get uh, Burakovsky and Calvert and all these guys, uh, and Nazem Kadri and all these kind of guys to get behind McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog. And then you get Kale McCarr, the rookie that is one of the best defensemen in the league as a rookie. This guy can flat out do it all. Sensational goal and end rush last night against Arizona. Their defensemen are good. They got two good quality goaltenders, Grubauer and Francois. So if one goes down, the other one can fill in. Uh, And uh, that's the same thing being said with Tampa Bay with some of the acquisitions they made. If you look at these teams, uh, they got the superstar talent. Uh, The third and fourth lines are really good. Uh, So if I had to pick two teams, uh, that would be the Stanley Cup final that I would see uh, is Colorado and Tampa Bay. They just Watching those two teams play to me, the way they styles the play, they just seem to be a little bit better than the rest of the league. And Billy, last thing from me uh, here in the in the off season now, as you gear up for uh, for next year, what uh, what do you have going on? I know you're out uh, you're out just uh, getting after it on the on the bike every day, right? Yeah, I bike a lot. I bike a lot. Uh, it's become a kind of a passion of mine, and starting to do it with guys. So it sounds like you're getting pulled over really- right now on your bike. <laughs> Yeah, there goes the siren by. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stopped by. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy the bike rides and get out. And uh, sometimes they're really, really long, short, different rides. I've got a guy that uh, actually used to ride in the Tour de France, so they put a program together for me. So it, it, it can be quite intense, and it's it's interesting to see. It's a different side of it, but I always like to be doing something uh, competitive. When you're done playing hockey, you kind of look for those outlets, uh, some stuff. I enjoy playing golf and that kind of rhythm of it, but biking is 
uh, with this is, is another challenge that's taken over. Uh, hopefully going to still continue to do some NHL network stuff um, throughout this off season. Uh, once this quarantine thing gets figured out and uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, just wait and uh, do some work, exercise and spend some quality time with the family. And that's my off season and just, get ready and can't wait till next year again. <laughs> you always wait and you're always eager for the start of that next season. Well, there you go. And if, you, if you're if you out driving around uh, or biking around Palm Beach County and you see somebody uh, going by at an incredible rate of speed who looks like Billy Lindsay, <laughs> it, it probably is. Uh, it probably is him. And, and I, I got to tell you, we've never actually pulled the, pulled the listeners, but I think the last time we had Billy on, I would guess that the story about tubing out on Roger Nielsen's boat and losing track of Stu Barnes in the ocean might have been everybody's it might be the all-time great story that's ever come out on territory talk that was a good one yeah poor Stu Barnes was lost in the ocean we were trying to find him and (laughs) what a fun guy Roger Nielsen um I I love that man and taught me so much can you imagine a coach of an NHL team just coming over and saying let's go tubing out in the ocean (laughs) (laughs) then you lose one of your best players uh Roger wasn't worried about him at all. We're like, we found him. When we finally found Barnes, I've never seen a guy so white in my life. His, his face, he was, he was actually scared. He was petrified. So those were, uh, those were the good old days. Uh, something to look back on. But uh, the life of hockey, if you look back throughout the stories, uh, uh, that's what it's all about, being a team and being with the guys and the memories that you make. It's it's everlasting. And that's why this Panther team, you look at it, and that's being around this organization. It's, it's with this core. They, to win a Stanley Cup and to get there, we got to the finals. But just one year, if, if, if the Stanley Cup championship ever gets here and we ever realize that, it's, it would be the thrill of a lifetime. So these players, I'm done playing now, and it seems like, when you're playing, it's going to last forever, but it goes by so quick. So that's why, like, when you get into a playoff series or a round and you build off it, you just have to, as a player, realize how precious your time in the NHL is, and you only get so many tracks at it. So it's uh, really hopeful for the future of this team, but that's 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 what you have to thrive on in a player and know that uh, you don't get too many chances to win that Stanley Cup. Billy Lindsay, our guest here today on Territory Talk. Billy, we thank you very much for uh, for taking some time and, and stopping by to uh, chat with us here today. Thanks again. I appreciate the work you do, and uh, you guys are great friends of mine. So thank you very much, and I'm uh, always happy to be on. Enjoy the summer, and we'll be in touch. Big thanks to Billy Lindsay for stopping by on this week's edition of Territory Talk, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Always great to catch up with Billy, and he's obviously got a great perspective on so many things because he's seen the sport through so many different lenses from different angles. Uh, 100%. You look at, you know, all Billy's seen over the years, not just obviously uh, throughout hockey, you know, hockey's his life, like you said, you know, a, a great player, a great broadcaster, but just specifically with the Panthers, it's, he's been around with us for so long. So he's seen it all. He's seen regime changes. He's seen players come and go. He's seen highs. He's seen lows. So I think really uh, when you look at guys that really have the best, you know, grasp on everything it means to be a Florida Panther, he's definitely, you know, one of the top guys there. So, you know, hearing his thoughts, uh, you know, obviously, you know, tough to, tough to, 
tough, tough for change. Change is always tough, but at the same time, he talked about it there. You know, change is exciting. We don't know what the future brings, and we're hoping it's going to bring a lot of good things. Uh, still a lot of good pieces here we know. He mentioned, you know, the core, the nucleus, Barkov, uh, really high in Ekblad, obviously. Huberto, uh, Bobrovsky, you know, returning to form is going to be huge. So uh, between that, between the prospects coming up, obviously a lot of things to be excited about individually, you know, for the future, but it's going to be up to that new GM to take all the pieces. And he mentioned a puzzle there, you know, take all the puzzle pieces and find what works. And I, I think whenever that GM does get hired, that's going to be, you know, one of the, the, the first and greatest questions we hear from him is just his general overall assessment is, you know, what do you see? What can you make work? What can't you make work? What's the future hold? Because I think, you know, when a new GM comes in, obviously everything's exciting, but that first initial season is always exciting. That's, you know, when the first chess pieces really start to get moved and you they can kind of, yeah, on you it. can see things start to develop. You can see, you know, moves made for the short term, made for the long term. You see everything uh, kind of f- falling into place there in terms of the grand plan. So once again, big thanks to Billy. And like we said, uh, we'll be, ha- we'll, we'll be having a lot of guests on here in the future talking about uh, the Panthers and where they go from here. So Billy Lindsay, big thanks to him for stopping by on this week's edition. Always great stuff from the Blonde Bomber. As Blonde Bomber. he is all-time nickname, all-time yes. all nickname, I think. And he's uh, and he's just uh, he's getting after it on the on the bike, getting uh, getting <laughs> ready for getting ready for next uh, for next season. So uh, big thanks to him for stopping by, Jameson. I know you have an exciting announcement here on this week's edition of Territory Talk. It's a niche announcement. It's a it's a niche announcement. Um, it is uh, for all of our, our gaming fans out there. I know we talk about the like we mentioned earlier the Twitch on here. Uh, it, uh, I, I know a good number of listeners are on there. I get to chat with them in the chat and things like that. But there is a big tournament uh, you know, underway here. It's the Northern Arena Tournament, $10,000 on the line. Wow. Um, it's basically how it works is uh, all 32 teams in the league, including uh, Seattle, welcome to the league. Uh, they basically have a, a team of six players representing them on the ice, NHL 20, playing uh, 6v6. Um, and certain teams, uh, there's a small group of us. It's us, the Ducks, uh, the Devils, the Blue Jackets, um, and the Montreal. Montreal Canadians. We all basically are, you know, involved in this directly. We all get to pick our own teams uh, to put into this thing, and uh, we're all supporting it. And it's going to be a great event. I think, you know, uh, esports in general. I've talked about this is a great way to get you know fans into the game that maybe you know can't afford to play hockey, you know, year round. It's a great way to learn the game, to get into the game, to learn the players. So uh, if you haven't, you know, head on over to Twitch.tv/FLAPanthers. We'll be doing some of the broadcasting there for these games uh, at FLA Panthers Game on Twitter to find the schedule to check this out. Come cheer on our our digital FLA Panthers gaming team as they go for you know a really big prize because uh if you're new to the scene there are some teams out there that are above and beyond incredible and you know uh we're the underdogs in this and i'm excited i'm excited to see how we do do up against those teams and handle those games and uh yeah that i that i put on my gm hat for this this is this is my offseason gming is building this team and building this brand so uh, a lot always new and great things coming in the world of fla panthers gaming but this is specifically the big event right going on right now for us you bring up a point playing a video game version of a sport is a great way to learn whether it's learn a sport or learn about a sport or learn who the players are. I mean, I know a lot of our audience here on Territory Talk, probably safe to assume a lot of you are pretty familiar with hockey if you're listening to the official podcast of the Florida (laughs) Panthers right now. But if there's a sport out there that you want to learn a little bit more about or you know the sport, but you want to know who the people are who Mm -hmm. are involved in the sport, 
video game is one of the best ways to to dig in and, and really really get that knowledge and spending a lot of my formative years in, in South Florida uh, you know I grew up you know an hour plus away from the nearest ice rink uh, me and all my friends we didn't skate uh, you know I, I grew up in New York but once I moved down here I just didn't have the the ability to skate because like I said our, an hour plus drive just wasn't worth it um, all my friends we played NHL video games and we were you know that's how we became you know even deeper fans it's how you learn the new rosters every year and stuff like that because this is also I'm talking about back before you know we could pick up our phones and look up NHL rosters every two seconds uh, it was a good way to find all that stuff out uh, you didn't have to go read the paper to find it out God, I'm aging myself here <laughs> we're getting old here uh, but uh, yeah and, and I, I know you look at other sports like you know FIFA I know a lot of people pick their teams over in the Premier League based on who they like playing as in FIFA so um, yeah this is uh, it's definitely an area that's growing and you know as the NHL and the NHL gaming grow together I think they could both lift each other up you look at you know what the NBA does with the 2K League I, that's been on ESPN2 it seems like every day which is crazy so uh, it's, it's a whole new world out there and we're just excited to, to be a part of it over here at the Panthers I believe it was NHL 95 when they first implemented that you could play a season and you could make trades before that you couldn't you just had to be content with playing a, a playoff format and now here we are and now you have <laughs> GM modes and franchise modes and dynasty modes and whatever kind of modes that that y'all like to play out there yeah no, and uh, you look at all the modes, look at everything, and uh, we're also working on some local stuff, you know, potentially trying to maybe get some local leagues going down here, things like that. So, like I said, stay tuned. There's always new information coming in that area. And there will be new episodes of Territory Talk coming each and every week, every Wednesday. That's about going to do it for us here on this week's edition. We thank you very much for being on board with us. Big thanks to Billy Lindsay for stopping by, as always. And big thanks to Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider provider of the Florida Panthers for being the presenter of Territory Talk. Everybody, we will talk to you next week on Wednesday, floridapanthers.com slash Territory Talk, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify. We thank you very much again for making Territory Talk a part of your week. Until next time, thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.